Oh, wow. Here we go. Wigging out. Are you excited, EJ? I'm thrilled. I'm super excited. This is over 20 episodes in, and now, I know we say it all where we go, oh, this film I hear is good, but this film... This film is fine. This film is definitely fine, funny. It's got some good things going on. It's Bridesmaids. Featuring, in all of her glory, as the lead character, our maiden, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, but she's also her own person. Yes. Mm. For sure. Not just our maiden. No, she's her own maiden. Before we get into the wigs, we should get into another thing. There is another human breathing in this room. Other than us. We have a special guest on because we've never been bridesmaids before. Have you ever been a bridesmaid? I have unfortunately never been asked Me neither. to be a bridesmaid. If you need a bridesmaid, tweet us at Wigging Out or leave an iTunes review of five stars. Our guest is Hannah. Hi, Hello. Hannah. Hello. My name is Hannah. Tell us your experience in bridesmaiding. Well, I very recently was asked to perform bridesmaid's duties for a bride. Wow. That sounds like being a bridesmaid. Yeah, it's exactly that. Oh, my God. I, I've i not performed as a bridesmaid before, but in a very short 13 months' time, I will be centre stage in a wedding as a bridesmaid. Do you think that's enough time to prepare? That seems close. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm very nervous. I'm incredibly nervous. Yeah. I think it will only build. So, but it's, it's good that today is happening because uh, I feel like this is going to provide me with some wonderful information. At the very least, it will provide you emotional support. That's great. Thank you so much, guys, yeah. for having well, me on. Thanks for we, having me. We can't thanks provide for coming on. emotional support to we, you. We can't? You, no. you can't. Oh, Kristen can. Though. The film can, yeah. but we... You, we're, you can't. We, we can't. don't have emotions. No. Oh. Wow. Anyway... Let's talk about our wigs. Yes. So, as you may see, Hannah, here on this show, we like to wear wigs. Hannah, would you like the honour of describing either one of our wigs? <laughs> yeah, starting with EJ. Wow, this wig is taking up so much of the room, I can't even see most of your head or body. <laughs> you have to ask yourself, am I even here? <laughs> EJ, are you in there? I think so, but who knows? Yeah, EJ's wig definitely provides some comfort to us all. We can all just use EJ's wig as furniture to relax into it. It is. Like a mighty willow. Yeah. Made out of comfy strands. Got that grandmother willow vibe going with this wig. It's it's gently blowing in the breeze. That's my favourite thing about it. Me too. (laughs) And Shay. My God, where did you get that wig? It's actually the small—it's the smallest wig I think I've ever seen. Yeah, in contrast to EJ's, well, it's, it's so small I can barely see it. I saw that EJ had quite a big wig, and I was like, "Well, I'm clearly not going to outdo EJ. I respect EJ as an artist, mm-hmm, so I was you. like, I'm not going to compete. Instead, I'm going to do my own thing and went as small as possible. Yeah, I have." 
also stuck a magnifying glass <laughs> to my forehead really to help people mm. see the wig. It's really good. I found that helpful earlier. Um, but it has made me get sunburn on a very specific part of my head. Like slowly, see, yeah. the sun has been refracted through the glass and is magnified. You gotta be careful. You don't have the Toy Story effect. I gotta be. Yeah, I don't want to end up like Woody. Oh my goodness, no! It's risky, but it paid off. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like to borrow a wig from us? Uh, yes, please. Oh, let, let me just go get a box. Please allow me to describe this wig. We like to delve in. Or, or you can also choose one. If, you can choose by random, or you can choose one that yeah. feels right to you. Well, I'm going to pick two, and then you guys can, can help me choose. That's okay. a good call. So, I'll try this one on first. What do you think? Well... It frames your face nicely. Oh, good. It does. It is just some of the plastic lining of the box, but you're putting it off. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. But let, let's see number two. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. There it is. Oh, that's glorious. Very on theme. Very oh. on theme. It's, um, it is a wig. It is a wig. It's it's sort of the the wheat f- effect. Is is almost like very straw yellow with... Strands of wheat hanging down, which is on theme because this movie takes place in Milwaukee. Oh, perfect! It's it's like the wig chose on. you. Yeah, which is in Wisconsin, no? It is. They're famous for beer and cheese and cheese. Is that right? That's right. Wow. Yeah, you really are an expert. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank God we're having you on. I did extensive research. Excellent. It really shows. Thank you so much for letting me borrow a wig. No worries. Yeah, of um, course. Would you like to watch a film with us? Obviously you do, because you want to research how to be a bridesmaid. Yes, I need to begin to learn. Let's talk about the film. First, it's directed by Paul Feig, which is uh, the second Paul Feig film with Kristen Wiig. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Kristen was in, of course, Unaccompanied Minors for seven seconds, but with such an electrifying performance, of course Paul Feig would want to work with her again. Kristen wrote this film. With her friend, cool. Annie Mamola. They're gifted writers. They really have a, you know, knack of capturing things. Yeah. Now, we've all seen the film, right? Yes. yes. So we all know what to expect from Kristen. But, just for tradition's sake, Kristen is playing a character called Annie. One of the names of the writers. Oh. Both writers oh in the same role. Wow. Wow. What are you expecting from Kristen Wiig in this film? Without oh. giving anything away. I'm expecting a lot. We are too. A hell of a lot. Maybe more than she's able to offer. Wow. Oh, uh, no, I think she can offer a lot. Yes. What What are you expecting? I'm expecting Kristen to scrunch her face in such emotional ways that I've not seen in the past 20-odd films. Right. I, face scrunching. Yeah. Face, cause some good face scrunching. Yeah. She's been rather flat recently. But I think with this film, where she's allowed to be more herself, there would be some definite, distinct scrunching. I am expecting her to drive a car for at least 18% of the film. 18%? Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. Whoa, that's, that's, that's borderline road movie quantity. I feel this because, I, one, I think she drives a car very well. Okay. You've seen it in the past. Have you seen that before? We have. Two... If it takes place in Wisconsin, there's no public transportation. What do you think the other 82% of the film 
will be? I think it will be some comedy, but also with some emotional beats. Mm. Well, that sounds fantastic. It does. Let's watch 82% comedy with emotional beats and 18% of driving. Please pause the current podcast you're listening to and insert the movie Laserdisc. Once finished with the film, please return to this prestigious podcast. Hello, welcome back to Wigging Out Bridesmaids. Yay! EJ, would you like to synopsize this film? Sure. This film was 45 minutes longer than it needed to be, and it contained many great things, such as emotional beats, driving, and comedy, and most importantly, Kristen Wiig. Basically, Kristen Wiig's character, Annie, former baker, her best friend, Maya Rudolph, is getting married, and she's chosen to be the maid of honor. But Maya Rudolph's new friend, Helen is extremely wealthy and perfect in every way and tries to one-up Annie at every opportunity. So Annie returns it because of her insecurity. Uh, there's also a cop who Kristen Wiig is dating-ish. And she, um, she spends the film kind of escalating in craziness. Uh, her escapades uh, usually involve shouting. And being jealous. And then, uh, basically, she hits rock bottom, changes her ways with the help of Melissa McCarthy slapping her in the face, and then all is resolved. And everyone's happy. Before we really deep, deep, deeply get into this yeah. deep film, yeah. uh, Hannah, have you, what have you learned from this film, about being a bridesmaid. About being a bridesmaid? Yeah. I've learned that you can have fun do outside. Good to know. And I've learned that you can get on a plane with the bride, with the other bridesmaids, but then maybe also get thrown off the plane. Mm. Good to know. Which is um, something that I will try and recreate. Yeah. I think you should definitely implement that seems like uh, the bread and butter, really. Yeah. I think you should bring fondue onto the plane. Okay. That's and, radical thinking. And then when we get thrown off, or thrown out of the plane, I mean, we didn't actually see how they got... Maybe they did actually jump out. Yeah. And parachuted. So that allows room for open-air fondue as well mm. in, in the air. I like it. I think this film is brilliant. Wow. A strong review from Hannah. I have immensely strong words to say. What are some of these words? <laughs> Weightlifting. That's, yeah, this one definitely lifts some weights. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. So, last time we had a Paul Feig and Kristen Wiig production. We did a second-by-second -second analysis. Mm. But this is going to be pretty hard this time because, unfortunately, we're not allowed to go on too long due to our curfews. And... Therefore, we can't do a second-by-second -second analysis because Kristen Wiig is in pretty much every second of this mm, film. Yeah. From, this is the first film, now she's in it from the beginning. 
This is to the end. This we've should... probably seen more of Kristen in this film than all other films combined. Wow, <laughs> pretty great. Yeah. She plays this role fairly fairly well in terms of going between relatively sane and then swinging into uncontrollable jealousy, mm-hmm. which isn't remotely believable, but it is done well. You know, and. She's uh she's very physical, as well as deadpan, which is an unusual combination. Mm-hmm. I think she pulls it off well. This is definitely Kristen Wiig brand here. This oh, yeah. is this is what you come for when you come for Kristen Wiig. That's right. Which we haven't previously right. really seen thus far. Yeah, we've seen hints. This is the full thing. This is where you're like, oh yeah, I want more of that. Yeah. This is um. Good. I'm buying what she's selling. Yeah. In every scene. I I agree. And who has the money to buy what people are selling? Which is what this film touches on. Yeah. This film is all about the social economic divide of Milwaukee. Just like the previous Kristen Wiig Paul Feig film. Yeah. That was also a socio-economical statement. EJ. Break down some economics for us. Oh, boy. All right. In Milwaukee. So, this is Chicago versus Milwaukee. So, it's basically said that Helen is the wife of Maya Rudolph's husband's boss. So, he's, like, up there, rich guy. And Maya Rudolph is, like, marrying into money now. And, uh... She formerly was on the same level as Kristen Wiig, who was trying to throw her some appropriately priced activities. But because Helen is so ridiculously wealthy, she can't meet it, you know? And it's kind of... It's played for ridiculousness. The invitation to the wedding, the bridal shower, contained a live butterfly. Everyone received a puppy as a gift. It was fairly extravagant. I mean, we're no stranger to extravagance. I mean, just look at those wigs. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for us it's normal, but not everyone lives this way. It was. It had some deep statements, this film. I like how the central character played by Kirsten Wig. Kristen Kristen. Wiig? Kristen. Kristen. Just just in you guys. It's okay. Played by Kristen Wig. how when we're introduced to her... She's already failed at a business mm. and had a significant relationship end. Mm-hmm. And normally, in a romantic comedy, the central female character is a young professional aspiring to something. Yeah. And she's well on the downward spiral by the time we meet her. Yeah, It's refreshing to see that story. We should discuss... The amount of time she spends in a car. Uh, EJ was timing it during that watching. Mm-hmm. What number did you arrive at? I arrived at 10 minutes and 44 seconds, <sighs> which is 9%. Nine-ish, yeah. No. Not the 18 I was hoping for. Half. But still a lot for a two-hour film. It's a lot of driving. Yeah. It's a lot of driving. That was just times when she was at the wheel as well. That's true. I wasn't counting when she was in a vehicle. Yeah, like which was being driven lot, by somebody else. A lot of other times. Yeah. Mm, there, there was actually 
uh, several other vehicles and yeah. left. They were on a bus a for bus who knows how long. The police car. Yeah. Plane. John Hamm's car. Yeah. Oh, man, if I'd, if I'd done all of them. There's no doubt it would be 18%. There's, yeah. One thing you did get wrong in your percentages, though, is yeah. you thought the other 80% would be comedy and plot beats, but you missed out a crucial 2% of credits. That's true. Mm. That was a good 2%, at least. Were you not expecting that? I was expecting credits. I didn't expect it to be so long. Uh-huh. It was lengthy credits, which I do appreciate sometimes, if they're good. On this pod, we do watch the entire film. Yes. Including all the credits. Including yes. all the credits. We watch every second of Kristen that we can. We don't know, like, sure, she might be acting in the film, but maybe she did some catering too. Yeah, maybe yeah. she did some v- VFX. She's so a versatile we, woman. We have to watch the entire credits to make sure. Mm-hmm. Talking of, we should rate Kristen Wiig. So, Hannah, on this podcast, we rate Kristen Wiig by amount of wig hairs. Today, I'm going to give Kristen... 2,098 wig hairs. That's that's, that's so many. That's a lot. It's a lot, but she's in the whole film. She's got a well-rounded character. That's central, has her whole arc. She's funny throughout. This totally fits her sense of humour. She wrote the film. That's also really good, too, which is like bonus points. So it's not just a wig. It's a little hat on top, too. Mm. 2,092 wig hairs mm-hmm. and a little hat. How many wig hairs would you rate I'm going to give her a solid 3,800. I'm just so impressed with every moment of Kristen. Also, 10 out of 10 on her hair. Mm. I don't know if it was a wig, but boy, it had the feeling of just wig perfection. Does this get our, our wig perfection stamp? Yes. Wig with two eyes? Wig perfection stamp. Wow. First time. First time. I carved it myself. It's magnificent. So yeah. ornate. With my teeth. Lots of noise it makes as well. Isn't you it want to it again? Proper good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Hannah, um, if you'd like, you're more than welcome to Ray Kristen by amount of wig hairs too. Amount of wig hairs. I think. <laughs> I'm going to give her 10,000 wig hairs. Oh my god. That's impressive. And do you have a stamp to go along with that? I don't have a stamp. That's fair. But if I did, I'd stamp it all day long. Yes. Oh, strong. Um, I think this film is... I just think it's so good. I agree. I agree. It's the first film we've probably watched where we've definitely gone, yes, this is good. And we both agree that it's good. This is uh-huh. one of those films that you don't hate yourself after. Yeah. yeah. And go, why? Just like Kristen Wiig going, why am I in these, this loveless relationship with John Hamm? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're like that with Kristen Wiig's films. Oh, we're yeah. Like, why? We love you, Kristen, but why do we keep watching these films? But this film, it was worth well, I felt around. all over my heart. So yeah, my heart is full of love. Yeah. Um, I do have a question, actually. Uh, Rebel Wilson was in this film. Mm. Yeah, she played a roommate. And I was wondering, like Rebel Wilson, uh, who received a back tattoo from a man in a van who offered it for free, what would you get tattooed on you 
from stomach to back from a man in a van if it was free? Oh, that's a wonderful question. I know it's a thinker, but take a moment. I would like to get my back to my stomach. Mm-hmm. So, like, the stomach would have tattooed on it a back mm-hmm. that would then curve around. Mm-hmm the hip to a tattoo on my back of a stomach. That is very disorienting, but I I support you. Thank you. Are you offering to tattoo me? I'm not a man in a van, but I'm sure we can find one. What would you get tattooed, EJ? It's not the first time I've thought about this, I'll be honest. I think I would tattoo a bridge between... My back and my stomach. Do you not think they get along? No. So they have to build a... I need a bridge between them because they will not build one themselves. Why Why would they try. connect? I don't know. <laughs> why would they get along? I know, you're making Hannah cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so really upset. It's alright, I'll get a bridge tattooed and I'll be fine. Please build the bridge. I will. Anna, what would you get tattooed? I like tattoos of really detailed wounds. Mm. Those are always so nice. So you could get one that looks like makes it look like there's a hole in your body. Ooh. And that, that you're looking through the hole. What? Oh, wow. So there's loads of blood and guts inside it. <laughs> that sounds like a great tattoo. Confusing yeah. for any potential EMTs. But yeah, maybe just what's the EMT? Emergency medical team. Oh, they would get very confused. Yeah, but it'd be quite a fun prank to call the ambulance and say, "Stitch this up, will ya?" And then they'll try and put their hand through it, <laughs> but they won't be able to. That wow. is that is the first thing you do as an EMT officer when you see a hole in someone's body <laughs> you put your, hand you put through your it. whole hand through like, just to measure how wide it is yeah yeah it's yeah. like uh, birthing cervix measurements how many, yeah. how many fingers yeah I'll be like hey doctor I think I'm ten, ten fingers ten fingers and then is that really it? Like, when they <laughs> ten do fingers ten centimetres so it's four fingers I was going to say like ten fingers oh, is that's like, big well, yeah <laughs> I thought, yeah, 10 yes. centimetres. 10 centimetres dilated. Yeah. That's, that's too big. This is fun, the tattoo thing. That's a really good question. I'm glad we got to explore that. Me too. I've wanted to for a while. Say you had a infinite amount of money to spend on a bridal shower. Mm. Question one. How would you send an invitation? Question two. What would you give out as party favours? Invitations. Mm-hmm. Nailing a bird to the door. Interesting. Interesting. I thought you were going to go with carrier pigeon, but... Alive or dead bird? Dead. Formerly alive. Formerly alive. Alive when you nailed it? Wow. Then you really know what you're getting with that invitation. Fresh. No words, just the bird. Freshly dead. No words. No save the day. Just when you you go home from work and you see a crow... Freshly, maybe it's still even grasping for its last breath. Yeah, you know that the big day's coming up. <laughs> I'd know what that means. So when I see a dead bird nailed to our door, I'll be you ready. You know, congratulations is an order. Yeah, your friend is really lucky to have you as a bridesmaid because that's a great invitation. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, she's lucky that it's not going to be my responsibility to take care of that. Mm. 
because I think she really likes birds. Well, then she'd love that invitation, though, wouldn't she? Yeah, I guess it does involve a bird. You're really encapsulating um, her likes and dislikes. For a party favour, I'd also choose a dead bird. There's a real theme going on. Yeah. Oh, you might as well stick to a theme when it comes to throwing a bridal shower. Yeah, Yeah, like in this film they had a Parisian theme. Mm -hmm. You've got a dead poultry theme. Yeah. Do you eat chicken at the... That's a brown shell. That would be strictly vegetarian. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, you don't kill animals to eat them. You just kill them for... To send a message. Send messages, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I I just don't understand veganism, I'll be honest. (laughs) I'm learning more every day. I'm learning too. It's new to me. Yeah. um, Yeah. That's great. I killed a lot of animals to become a vegan. What what would you give out? As a party favour, I would... Give each guest a little kiss atop their forehead. Oh, cheap. Really nice. yeah. Whoa, 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 it's not a low cheap. Well budget, well budget. No, it's really... How much you I know you, you, you said, like, an infinite amount, so I'm <laughs> going to put that money into my account. Like, my kisses are expensive. Mm. Oh, gotcha. But I'm just being smart. Yeah. I'm going to make some money. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. That's true. Yeah. And if you can... We, we do... We're doing this for the exposure. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't have to be financial gain. Mm. I understand. And boy, the exposure we've gotten. Oh my god. It's like, it's, we can hardly walk down the street. What What would you send out as an invite? I would send a mercenary. So, the bridal shower will be a joint funeral. That's basically, the mercenary is killing each guest? One by exactly. one. Mm. So then, then you wouldn't even need to have a shower because it would be dead. Well, you could shower in their blood. Yeah. Great, <laughs> great call. Didn't even think of that. But party favor is their ashes for relatives, right? Exactly. Nailed it. We should plan parties, you guys. We, I we, feel like this is a great theme. Like we're getting dead birds, mercenaries, kisses. Yeah. It all goes together. It sounds great. Wow. Yeah. How scenario. If you want us to plan your party, just leave a five-star iTunes review and tell us what kind of party you're having and when. We'll plan it for you. For my invitation, mm-hmm. I would give people novelty pens mm-hmm. with the invite on it, and then they won't be able to write yes or no Whoa. Onto the pen because the invite's on the pen. Whoa. And then I wouldn't have to plan anything else. And I no could just could sit back go. and relax. No one could go. Because no one would be able to send That's back their invite. genius. Because then they'd lose their pen. So, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm in awe of that, I think. Um, planning a party that no one can attend is the biggest time saver, probably save yourself a lot of stress. You know, it takes years of your life, decades even, to plan yeah. parties. So you're really you're making you're making the most out of life. But oh, with right. but with your ideas like it's just better because you just take the years of everyone else's life. True. Yeah. Next film is uh Friends of Kids. Cool. Never seen that film. Yeah. Do you think Kristen will have kids or be a friend to someone with kids. I think she'll be a friend without kids. Mm. 
shaking it up. I think she'd be one of the kids. Like, Whoa. a kind of, oh, look who's talking. Kid. I didn't even think of that. Mm. Thanks, Hannah, for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a delight to have you here. Thank you both. Yeah, immensely. Now I know about dead birds, I'm going to really enjoy it. If you've got some spare dead birds flying around, you know, inviting anyone. We can make some. Oh, yeah, let's make some together sometime. That'd be nice. That'd be real nice. There's a nice tree outside your window. Let's go do it. I think I've got one. Whoa. Oh, go on. Oh, you got one. I got one. Quick, EJ, grab grab a knife. Let's kill it. Get the stamp. Oh, it's dead. It's dead. We did it, guys. Now, which Uh. one of you will have it nailed to your door?